When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like that funky beat? I like it. Welcome to Wrong Side of 30. I have with us uh, Billy. Say hi, Billy. Hello. And uh, socialskullfucking.com. Say hi. <laughs> no, no. Socialskulls.com. Hi. It's, uh, it's been a little while. It's uh, It's been like a, we had a little summer break, a little summer vacation, so... Gosh, I desperately want to know how you guys spent your COVID vacation. But before we get to that, I just want to tell you guys, uh, do us a favor. Please uh, rate and uh, subscribe to uh, our podcast on whatever platform you use. And if you could give us a review, if we get to 20 reviews from this point, I think we have four right now. So if we get to 25, 25 reviews, I will do something dumb. Something dumb or embarrassing, I don't care. Nothing with my butt. That's a much bigger benchmark. Any suggestions? Butt stuff is already out of the out of the equation? Yeah, oh, for, for 25 reviews on iTunes, yes, it's out of the equation. My butt's not, you know, I have standards. You should get, oh, oh, wait, wait. You should get a male bikini wax. What's a... Like a ball wax. Oh. Like you, sh- you, you wax the whole thing. That's, oh, uh, like, front to back. That's pretty harsh. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Is it a problem if, like, by promoting this, people don't review because they wait until they see nineteen reviews to <laughs> review? You're overthinking it. I guess you're not rewarding a specific person. Is there something I can do where I don't have to go to a, a an establishment? Because I'm not going to wax myself. That's out of the question. Paula can. Paula, no. Come on. That's gross. (laughs) I don't want her to see. There's certain parts of my body that Paula has never seen. I've been keeping them secret. Add that to your wedding vows. Like, for better or for worse, richer or poorer, through bikini waxes (laughs) and hairy times. (laughs) Oh, Brandon, what if you bleach your hair? Bleach my hair. Sure. If we get to... 25 reviews, I will bleach my hair. How about Charlie Chaplin mustache? <laughs> you mean like the Hitler? I realized, I think Oh, I, geez, I didn't realize that those two overlapped. Golly, never mind. It's the same mustache. Am I spoiling that for you? No, I just really want you to have a Hitler stash and think it's a Charlie Chaplin mustache. I think I accidentally did the Hitler today. Like, look at me closely. Yeah, a little bit. It's like you did the Hitler and then you erased it and it's still there. You didn't do a good job. No, you know, I was just in the shower and I was like, oh, I got to fucking do this now. You know, it's like it's just not real rules anymore in this covid world. You don't have to wear pants. You don't have to look nice. No, it's a whole different ball game. And we're just like we we have no idea. We have no idea how society is going to change post covid. Assuming. That's going to happen. I'm scared that all of these news about vaccine trials is just the rich people telling us that. What they're really working mm-hmm. on is just like private rockets to like a, a new earth. 
to Earth 2. Ooh, or like a space station. You know what I'm talking about? Like the one yeah. that in and, every sci-fi movie. Yeah, so if you think of vaccines being worked <laughs> or on, Or like that in means... real life, <laughs> there is a space station, you know, that exists. No, like the ones that they actually like go up to live in, and like in Xenon what from you... the Disney Channel. People live on space stations to, today. To be fair to Keisha, the, the ISS is, it's like pretty small and... The, yeah, like in the TV shows, they have like... Um, You're not really like living. A, there's like an ice cream shop. There's a gym. There's a pool. I don't know how any of that works, but you like all the fancy... I think I think like uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, like the guy who's has the treadmill, but the treadmill is like half of the spaceship that's going in a circle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's we're not there on the International Space Station. That's, that's also you, that's, that's also not a gym. That's not the he's he's running in isolation talking to a robot. That's his gym. It's a gym. What at what point that's his what, treadmill. At what point uh do we have to have like thrived in space exploration to where having an ice cream shop is a priority for real <laughs> those estate? Are, those are my two things. Ice cream shops and gyms. That's such like a Wally pizza plant bullshit. Exactly. I can't wait till people are complaining in space about like all of the trivial <laughs> shit they complain about on Earth. <laughs> but like, you know how I, I, for some reason in those movies too, the people that live in those space stations are like the bougie people, right? And they always like, and then someone from Earth comes back and they're like, oh, you're from down there. And it's like, you guys don't watch those movies? Yeah, that's Ooh. what I'm saying is happening. We are the the trash people for Earth. I know, but you you talked about a space station, and there isn't a, the only one is the the little the one that's like they use for business, not for fun. International Space Station is what you're looking for. <laughs> you know the 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 one that's not for fun. The, the, the business one. The one that they should have deorbited years ago, but they're too cheap to build another one, so they're just like, oh, just you know, let it go a little bit longer. Is it, it expensive to bring it down? Uh, yeah, everything about it is super expensive. I'm I'm worried that your perception about the world is is pretty much based on movies, like not even <laughs> like documentaries. Like it's pretty much like uh, blockbusters. <laughs> yeah, anything with Nicolas Cage. Oh, I love Nicolas Cage. So goddamn things suck. I hate COVID. We keep operating under the assumption that we're going to have a vaccine and it's just going to work for a million years. You take that one vaccine and you're good. It's not going to be a vaccine a day or anything like that. So I guess we want to take like a little break and I guess catch up with how we've been operating in this new COVID world. Can you call it a new COVID world anymore? I feel like it's a it's just world. long-standing COVID world. Time has sure. slowed down. Or has it sped up? I'm not sure. It's sped That's up, the man. consequence of COVID world. I don't give a fuck about anything anymore, so we can call it whatever you want. Who cares? That's, that's called depression. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the most pressing question is, what have you or what would you break protocol for with COVID? And I suffer with this question every day when I look at how cheap some of the airfares are getting. I'm like seriously contemplating going in a plane for a vacation just because it's like, oh, wow, I could get to Bermuda for 20 bucks and uh, a smile. Are we allowed in Bermuda? We're not allowed in Bermuda. We're allowed in like Mexico. I think we're pretty much allowed anywhere in the Americas. I don't think there are a lot of countries in the Americas that are handling things 
that great. Probably not Canada. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're blocked on Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, travel, you know, for the right reasons. Uh, I've Maggie and I have uh, weddings to go to in the fall for people who have not canceled their weddings. They've just made them extraordinarily small. Yep. Uh, one stateside, one in Mexico. So Maggie is also uh, going to be the maid of honor in one. So definitely can't get out of that one. And also planning a bachelorette party that she's oh. going to in a You're still matter having of weeks. the bachelorette? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife's planning oh, it. Shit. She had Damn. to completely change location and dates already once, so we'll see what happens. Isn't it like a law every bachelorette party gets COVID? Like, I don't think there's any way around it. She's actually really thought of some great gift pack sort of things. You know how you always have yeah. like a, yeah. a little thing? Yeah. and like it's a got survival like, kit? Yeah, it's yeah. got like hand sanitizer and masks and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, it seems very, very well thought out for, yeah, I'm, I'm going to die. But is there is the wedding going to be indoors or outdoors? Is the male stripper going to have a mask? I believe outdoors and is a banana hammock considered a mask? Yeah. <laughs> you can't get covid like that, can you? The banana banana mammic, banana but that's that word's not coming out right. I don't know, there's probably some droplets. Everything I've heard in Mexico's they're taking the protocol somewhat seriously. Like uh, any place you go in public, they have to take your temperature, which I don't know why that's not the case everywhere here. Mm-hmm. You just have a lot of people just, you know, social, like social parties that are still, you know, interacting and fucking cases are going crazy. Yeah. And I think this is uh, we would be in like a villa with the bride and groom and like their family. So it wouldn't be like a hotel situation with a bunch of randos. Sure, sure, sure. No, that makes sense. But yeah, that's a, that's a place where I would break protocol. The other one is family birthdays. Uh, it's been basically the only time I've eaten inside Why? eaten inside restaurants. We've been you, going whoa. out to eat. No. Come on, for a family birthday, you know the person. They're going to have a birthday in another year. That's mm-hmm. true. You know Gotta the go. earth keeps trapped. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, I've eaten out. We've had, on my wife's side of the family, we've already had five birthdays. Mother, father, brother, Maggie herself, and our sister-in-law. My birthday is the next one in November. Outdoors, you don't have to wear masks, right? If you're sitting at like the patio or something. No, you should if you're within six feet of somebody else. But indoors, you have to wear a mask. Not if they're serving you food or drink. Which is why you don't go to a restaurant, inside a restaurant. No, man, it's been great. We've only eaten at really nice restaurants too. So like at one oh. restaurant, we were th- actually at two restaurants. We were the only people in the whole restaurant. Oh, that's actually pretty sweet. See, yeah, that's not bad. Because, I mean, as long as they're limiting the people and where y'all are sitting, but still, I feel like that's pretty risky. Yeah. Are the servers wearing masks? Yes. Paula's getting, like, super cabin fever because she was not used to working at home. And, you know, I, like, nix all of these things she wants to do. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, we were looking at going, like, flying to Colorado, and I went to United, and they're like, the tickets are insanely cheap. Like... It can. There's no possible way that they can fly this plane for this amount of money. It just makes me think they're just trying to get as much cash as they can in the short term. Maybe they're uh, using cargo space to transport goods. Jeez, like fireworks? Did you guys see that firework explosion in Beirut? Do we really think it was a firework explosion? I think it started with fireworks, and then fireworks caught something else on fire. Oh, wait. Lots going on in now Keisha's she, now side she's of the house. on the phone. Yeah, this is embarrassing. Duh! 
Y'all, I gotta answer this. Can I take a break? Yeah, she, you can tell her priorities are really uh, what the fuck? Why not Ma- limitless? I guess it's my friend Marco. Hold on, hold on. So it's just me and Brandon now. How you been, Billy? Ah, living the dream, living the dream. Um, oh, that's good. How's your wife? I miss her. She's awesome. She's great. She's breaking protocol every day. You know, that's the other th- thing about she's your a realtor. Yeah, she's she's got to go out there and be amongst the people. Uh, but your protocols and my protocols are. You would probably consider my protocols very lax. Yes. Yes, yeah. I, I, I do. <laughs> I've gone to the grocery store like every day just to get out. No. Just to get Why? out. Why? And see people and touch things. No. Uh, all we do, we get out, we go, uh, we get in the car, and we just drive around town. That's what we do. <sighs> Actually, we did go downtown. We got out of the car, went downtown, and walked around. I ate really at a restaurant downtown. By, like, you went into a restaurant. God Stop, man. Yeah, man, it was awesome. It was, um, what are we going to do if you get COVID? We actually went out to dinner twice for my mother-in-law's birthday. Is that bad? Like, she got two going out to dinner birthdays. Well, your mother-in-law has a pool, so you got to keep her happy, right? Got to keep her happy. Happy. Pool life is a game changer in these times. Oh, I've made so many frozen drinks. So many. So Keisha and Marco, are they like a thing now? What's happened to Quincy? Is he out? I don't out? know, because I feel like Quincy's a part of what's happening. Wow. This is, you should stop, you, you know what? Stop sending checks to Keisha and just forward all of hers to me for being a real active participant here. There wasn't that much money. Yeah, how's our uh, cameo? Uh, cameo We got progress. one cameo. Did we? we? Yeah, we got one cameo from uh, Connor. Uh, if you go to my cameo account, you can see the cameo. Uh, he paid us. He said it was the best twenty bucks he ever spent. <laughs> um, wow! And it was for uh, a story, a story about my father-in-law. And I'll tell the story here because I, I told in the cameo to him. I'll tell it to you now. When I proposed to my father-in-law, um, he kind of actually already knew what was going on. When you proposed I, to your father-in-law. When I asked permission to propose to my wife from my father. There we go. There we go. Um, I he kind of already knew what was up because I talked to his wife, my now mother-in-law, and told him, hey, hey, I'm ready to propose. I want to come down there to Mexico. Um, So and she speaks English really, really well. So she, you know, kind of gave the heads up to my father-in-law. So when I get in there and I'm like, you know, talking to him and asking him. It was kind of like, it's like what I imagine a, it's like for a doctor who's telling a patient that they're dying of cancer, but the patient already knows and has <laughs> accepted it and come to terms with it. It's like, you know, he's just like, he knows like there's not much that can be done. No sense in getting upset. It is what it is. This is, this is happening. And he just, he's, he was accepted it, you know? And uh, he said yes, just because he... I don't know. I don't know what what pre. I don't know how long it took for uh, my mother in law to talk it into him, but um, it made it easy for me. So I'm not complaining. Wow, talk about greasing the skids. And also, you totally devalued our good friend Connor's twenty dollars because that was a private message that he paid for that now everybody knows. Sorry, Connor. Well, he got exclusive rights to it. You know, early. Oh, okay, got it. Got it. Well, Who knows when this is going to come out? Maybe it comes out in two days. Maybe it comes out in two months. Maybe it never comes out. We've had a couple of those. Well, that last one, I was telling some stories that will never see the light of day. 
Yeah. And for the record, I don't hate my family. I just want to throw that out there as a sidebar. Yeah, that was a bummer. We actually had to cut out a lot of questions just because we definitely overshared. Yeah. And I got a message from a family member who was not happy. Ooh, that's exciting. Was it? (laughs) I'm not saying who. They were not happy. Totally. This person. This person. (laughs) Who knows who it was? So we haven't really talked almost anything about our uh, subject matter. Thanks to Keisha throwing things off the rail. Maybe we should just do a uh, bottom five uh, specifically about Keisha. And I'll let you do it because you've known her longer. (laughs) I don't know. It, it. Uh, things I dislike about Keisha, uh, unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't know how to prioritize the obligations in her life. Just for the record, I think uh, today she was like, I can't come until, you know, 45 minutes after everybody else. I also have to leave earlier than everybody else. And I'm going to stand sorry. up and walk. I have off. a hard out at 730, guys. God, sorry, he came. Bo- he brought me food. Marco is courting you. How's Quincy feel about this? He, well, Marco is one of my gay best friends, so I think he's okay. So he's trying to get to Quincy. He's using you to get to Quincy. I got it. <laughs> Wait, why is there a motion at my door? Gah! Hold on. Hold oh on. my! No! <laughs> God damn! You're no, just a kidding. You're good. Just kidding. Professional podcaster. Just you kidding. deposited your check. Just kidding. We're good. Go ahead. Billy's Question. an amateur. He hasn't deposited shit. Okay, go. Question. Ask me again. When did you become <laughs> so selfish? <laughs> covid has changed me i'm sorry wow she is professional she just turned it back to the topic i'm impressed wow billy and i have just been burning disc space probably talking <laughs> about stuff that's gonna get cut i don't know we might have been something we've got stuff for social media you can uh okay you can just right. uh, make make Keisha's little octopus room absent and just have the boar talking to the giraffe <laughs> With like a she had a, the bones of an octopus sitting there like dead. Had like a sign that says "Be right back." Like we'll return in five minutes. <laughs> she had a story in the last podcast. I think it was a it was something about like um about her perception as a child about having sex and like if you have sex before marriage you explode. And I was like, how do I show <laughs> an octopus having sex? Uh, the Japanese have been doing it for years. Don't they just, <laughs> is this what they do? Don't they just meet like this and then it just. They, they just, this is the tentacles. This is the middle. They, just, they open up. I don't up. know. I don't know. It seems like having sex in the sea would be really easy because I'm like super lazy when it comes to sex. I'm like, a, oh, why don't I get on the bottom so I can just, you know, lie here. <laughs> so you're not a power bottom. You're just a bottom bottom. I'm just a bottom he's bottom. A, he's a floppy bottom is but what But being in the is. water where you're like, you know, seemingly weightless, that makes, mm. it seems like it would make things a lot easier. You never tried it in your above ground pool? Okay, what was the topic? Jesus Christ, Keisha. Get your shit what? together. <laughs> what was the what topic? What would you break protocols for? <gasps> Apparently dinner from Marco. She's breaking protocols. I, I, I would say the the wedding is a big thing. So my sister's supposed to get married this November what? here in Austin. What? Nice. Yeah. Brandon's Maddie's but, not invited. I haven't been invited. Are you serious? I'm not getting, I'm not invited. 
She's not listening. She's texting. She was texting during that story. You can't God type and it. listen at the same time. Professional podcaster. Okay. So anyway, about the wedding. So yes, Brandon, I'm pretty sure fuck? you are. In, I'm pretty sure you are invited, but they are holding on sending the invitations because one, paper is expensive. Two, stamps are expensive. Three, she does not want to get married. Well, she doesn't want to have the wedding because there's all these rules she that they love got. The <laughs> no, she there's all yeah, these rules. She, she that called the, me. She that talked the, to me. She doesn't love her fiance. She doesn't know how to break it. No, to him. there's all these rules that the venue sent to them. Like everyone has to wear masks. Yeah. Everyone. All the tables have to be six feet apart from each yep. other. Dancing probably isn't going to be allowed. Yep. Like all of this shit. So she's like, first of all, I don't want everyone in my pictures to be wearing a mask. I don't want people sitting by themselves on different tables. And two, like, and also, what's the point? Like, it's just a fancy dinner that I'm going to pay a shit ton of money for. Like, push it. It doesn't make any push sense. Push it to 2021. No big deal. Yeah. yeah and, are, and are they planning to do a church component? No. If they wanted to, they could just have a civil ceremony, actually get married, and then get so, a, yeah, a fake I, marriage. I asked her that. I was like, That's why don't you guys and I did. just do like the ceremony or like have the certificate and actually get married? That's what Maggie and, and, and I did too. It's actually a great idea. Her, her fiance yeah. is like, yeah, let's do it. And she was like, well, what's the point? Like, I just want to have, I want to have the wedding. Let's just knock it out all at once. And I'm like, you no. still have to go to the courthouse anyway. I thought that's what I said. I don't. Know. All right. Next on the list, uh, we talk COVID hypotheticals. Which hypotheticals? Oh my god, just leave. It, this podcast was so much better without you. Oh wait, it's on the paper. It's on the document. Hold on, hold, hold. Yeah. Hold. So uh, the idea of hypotheticals, right? Uh, most of us are quarantined at home, so we don't really have to face the hard decisions that other people are facing. So this is a, a fun kind of getting to know you idea. Like, so for instance, if you're a healthcare worker, you don't have all of the stringent laws around having to get tested because you're presumably around COVID all the time. So if you had to, you know, do testing and stop working for two weeks every time you were exposed to COVID, you'd basically not be in business. But then I was thinking, well, then what about the people who work around you, like as a doctor or a dentist or I don't know, someone who owns a, a <laughs> private business like that. And then they've got like, you know, someone who files insurance and does paperwork and isn't actually exposed. They don't have their you know mouth down somebody's throat. You know, is it morally responsible of them to get tested and shut the business down on a regular basis while they self-quarantine? Or do you just not test yourself and then uh, put everybody who works in your office and family at risk. I think a lot of people just aren't testing. Like I saw, like I've seen people cause like for a while, at least in Austin, if you get tested, you have to quarantine yourself while you wait for the results. And people mm -hmm. are like, well, yeah. I don't know if I have it. Like, why am I going to quarantine? So they don't get tested. And how long do you have to, is it like, how long does it take for the test results? It depends to come back? on a few days. The demand, yeah, it, depend, yeah, it depends like, on the practitioner, the clinic, or, you know, the lab that you're sending them to. I mean, sometimes it's a couple of days. Sometimes it's over a I week. I think it's just like, as since we're doing so poorly as a country, I don't think anybody wants to be super responsible if it's going to hurt them economically. I don't think you're going to have companies voluntarily yeah. shutting themselves so, down because they're just like, everything's a fucking trash heap in this country So what right would you now. do? No yeah. one's taking it seriously. So what would you do if huh? you uh, knew you were exposed to COVID and you had a business to run, but uh, if you were a healthcare worker, when you're going to be... If I was a healthcare worker, you... Uh, goddamn, you keep trucking. Like here, no, no, let me tell you. So I actually went, I went to a hospital. Mm. I went to an emergency room about three weeks ago. So, and this was when Austin, this is probably the worst point that Austin has been in. 
Um, the emergency rooms are almost, or sorry, the COVID intensive care units are almost completely full. The convention center here is full of hospital beds ready for people. So I, Paula came home late from hanging out with a friend and she brought pizza. So I ate like three slices of pizza in like a minute at like nine o'clock at night. And I started feeling pressure building up in my chest and I was just like, is this what heartburn feels like? Or is this what a heart attack feels like? So I started Googling and I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide if it was heartburn or heart attack. Because like what you find out is like, you know, movies, you know, make things super traumatic. Yeah. And like heart attacks aren't always like, you know, oh, 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 my heart. Sometimes, you know, they... They're like what I felt, like what I, what could be heartburn. And and I knew this was true because I know movies do that with CPR, for example. Yeah. Like if you're in a movie and you need CPR, you're good. If you're in real life and you need CPR, you're going to die. <laughs> Wait, so it Brandon. Is very, it is very, it is not going to work. I have, oh God, I, I think this is with you. I don't remember. When I used to live in Austin, do you remember... I had like really bad pains on my side and like we, we were, I think you came over to my apartment and you were like, we were going to go hang out and do something. And I was like, I can't go. I think I'm dying. I think my appendix like exploded. Do you, I don't know. And it was you. I know it was you. Cause you were like, Oh, what do we do? Do you need to go to the hospital? I was like, I can't, I can't get up. And then I called my dad. Who's a doctor. I was like, Hey dad, um, I think my appendix exploded. I think I have appendicitis. And he's like, Oh really? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, so here's what you got to do. You got to get up and go to the kitchen. And I was like, okay. And I got up and got went to the kitchen. He's like, you don't have appendicitis. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I should have called your dad. He probably would have picked up and helped, right? That was my dad. No. You should, yes, you should have called my dad. He would have totally helped you. He wouldn't have done that stupid ass test to make me look dumb. He was like. <laughs> no, I'm sure he would have. He would have done something, some kind of dumb, some test to make me look dumb. And I realized that oh, I'm being now, dumb. He's like, you're, you don't have appendicitis. You just have indigestion. You probably are gassy. <laughs> would, uh, she did like, she would make me lie or like not tell her boyfriend. Like one time I, she got a dog and I ended up sleeping over her oh my apartment God, that's right. because she was so, I guess, tired dealing with the dog. She couldn't sleep, but like, I don't know, the dog liked me or like, you know, like would cuddle with me. And so she's like, oh my God, just sleep here on the couch. Don't say anything. Don't tell my boyfriend you did this. I'm going to bed. So then she just went to bed. Oh, so I just spent the entire night cuddling with her dog. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So anyway, I, um, so I'm like reading and I'm just like, I do not know what this is. I've never had heartburn. This does not feel, I don't know. This is just like compression in my entire chest. And then it kept getting worse. And at some point I started having a hard time breathing the whole time. Like my wife was like, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. And then finally, when I was like, look, I know that I'm probably fine, but I think I need to go to the hospital. Then she started freaking out, which was weird. Cause it's like, nothing has changed in what you've seen, hmm. but just because of the fact that I now am going to the hospital, she starts freaking out. So I tell her to go like, you know, take, let's go to that brand new fucking hospital that we pay taxes for. And uh, the new uh, teaching hospital here in uh, here in Austin. And then like we get there and I get out and my wife, this is like two in the morning. She's just like, well, where do I go? Where do I park? I'm like, I, I don't 
I don't know. Figure it out. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be dead. Figure out where to park the car. I'm going to go die. So I get in there and I'm like waiting in line because that's what you do in the ER. You wait in fucking line. And um, they made me throw away my N95 mask and they gave me a brand new mask. Ooh. What service? Yeah, I know. Really nice. And then so whenever they direct me where to go it's like i don't even remember seeing much of like the open hospital i just like went directly into a room and i'm just like trapped there and then whenever the doctor and nurses come in did you guys ever see et yes yes you remember when like et's sick and the government comes and they're all wearing bubble boy outfits yeah that's what it's like when you go to the er in covid hospitals are taking like fucking all the precautions they need to and i so i would not worry one single bit about exposure to a hospital attendant Mm -hmm. because of how seriously they're taking it like they're covered head to toe they have not like just not even n95 masks they have like what what i what i think i've seen people wear in like old world war one photos you know when they're getting like mustard gas like the big like like face mask thing with the two little balls. Yeah, with the, the two sides. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. I don't know if it's charcoal or whatever that you know, mm. like w- what it's filled with, um, to filter the air. But like they, they, they have that shit locked down. So I think it'll be okay. All right, hypothetical number two. If your significant other. Oh, by the way, it was just heartburn. I didn't have a heart attack. Oh my oh. god. See, it's always heartburn. Check for it's heartburn. It's always heartburn. <laughs> If your um, significant other gets exposed mm-hmm. to coronavirus, do you sleep in the same room with them? Or do you lock them in a separate room and pass food to them under the door? While they wait to get tested. This is before we know oh, if, they're, okay. if they're positive or negative. So like the there's whole, like a five-day like buffer period. where it's like, you yeah. do you abandon them? Leave them to their own devices? I think it depends on if what I have coming up. You know, like if I have plans to like do things. If I am like, <laughs> God damn it! If I'm like gonna if, stay home if Marco's anyway, then coming, yeah. if Marco's coming to bring by some food, I, you know, sorry, Quincy. Yeah, <laughs> but like, if we're like, oh, we're just gonna stay home this weekend. Yeah, it's fine. Let's hang I out. love you because that is the per- that is the <laughs> most perfect American answer. <laughs> if I'm gonna be inconvenienced in any way, shape, or form, they're on their own. Pretty much. But like, honestly, though, there's nothing else to do. Like, I'm excited because I'm planning a trip to Costco, but I'm trying to like (laughs) make sure it's not on the weekend and Thursday might be too busy in the week. So it's really Wednesday, but Wednesdays are busy and they close at seven. And it's like, oh, my God, I know it's like such a weird time because at the same time, it's so fucking boring. It's also extremely terrifying and you know like unsettling because mm-hmm. not not like for political and economic reasons you know like i don't know if we're ever gonna make any money off of this and i'm devoting a, a decent amount of time to you it you got 20 bucks from connor what are you complaining about i did get 20 bucks i got 15 bucks from connor uh <laughs> cameo has to take their cut mm. <laughs> thank you connor for your contribution thank you connor um i think it was us it depends on who's exposed. If I'm exposed, <laughs> oh no, no, I would go in there. If Paula's exposed, Paula will do whatever Paula wants to do. Quincy would come, like f- help me out. I would be like, eh, eh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I we'll think see. Maggie 
you know, I think either of us would just continue to lead our normal lives and get everybody sick. It's kind of our God damn game it. plan. No. <laughs> Still very on brand of you to say that. It's so frustrating because Austin has been doing better after we maxed out in the hospitals. But because we were doing better, the news publicized it. And then every fucking person like started like. It's literally the like, don't get cocky, kid. And that's what yeah. Austin did. You know, it's frustrating. The federal government wants to lie and tell everyone it's great, which is wrong. Not because they're lying, because they're telling everyone it's great. We should just lie and tell everyone it's terrible. Because when you tell Americans something's getting better, then they fucking stop taking it seriously. That's why the models don't work. The models show if you continue the status quo, this is what happens. So when Mm. the status quo, people are acting how they should act, and the models suggest like, okay, things are going to be better... Then people fucking start going nuts. Here's what we should do for America. You know, in the video games where like you have to do certain things before parts of the map reveal itself. Oh my God. Like you have to make progress. They should do that. Like we should make progress on how people are not getting sick anymore. And then we get a peek into like what the model is for the next week. And it's like, oh, okay. So we got to just keep doing this. But if you show everyone like, okay, in two months, they're going to get all cocky and be like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And some people are doing stupid shit, but then more people are going to keep doing stupid shit because they're getting confident because they can see the future because they think models are the future. But if you don't have that and you let people work towards what gets revealed to them, I think they'll be more in tune with what the result will be. That is the stupidest thing I've heard on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I think here's what we should make. Give me in charge. Let me in charge. I'm not going to tell you the truth most of the time, but I have your best intentions at heart. Give me power. Eh, No. no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hypothetical number three. Uh, You're in a grocery store. You're in a, you know, you're running some sort of urgent errand. Maybe you're just picking up some food to go. Something pretty innocuous. You're wearing your mask. The loop on your mask breaks. You're in the middle of the errand. Do you hit the abort button? Go home? Get a new mask? Do you... uh, Continue the errand with a broken mask and try to hide the fact that it's broken. Do you just take off the mask? What's your, what's your move? Say the mask. You know, you can the mask is the, the mask is totally broken. Like it cannot stay halfway on. You have to literally just hold it to your face. You could ask this question a year ago, except replace the, the word mask with condom, <laughs> and it still works. What do you do? You just got to keep going. You got to finish the job. But do you tell everybody? Do you call attention to the fact that it broke? Mama didn't raise no quitter. Do you call attention to the fact that it broke? No, you just got to keep going. No, actually, no. You should call if it's a condom. Brandon has a lot of bastard children that he's fathered over the years, it sounds like. No, I think the, I think the, the mask is the same thing as no, the condom. No, it's different, though, because you sometimes you can't tell if the condom breaks. You can obviously tell. I, I've, I've never broken a condom. Am I, is that a problem with me? There, sometimes maybe but like there's definitely been times where like you don't know the condom broke <laughs> but like you can tell when a what mask is broken wrong? you're, no, you're doing nothing wrong that means you know how to properly apply a condom it's the Listen. people who don't you ever broken a condom it. billy no i don't think i'm alone in that experience i think other people have experienced that that explains a lot of unplanned children did they not leave like a reservoir oh maybe that might be it. I don't know. This was a long time ago, guys. This was like early college. Yeah, people who didn't read the instructions. Mm-mm. If my mask breaks, I'm I'm out. I'll go home. I'll get my new mask and I'll come back. I have backup masks. No, but say you don't. What do you do? <laughs> that's 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 not me. No. Oh my god! I, 
It's a fucking I, hypothetical. <laughs> Jesus, you're the worst uh, podcaster I've ever met who's gotten paid to do a podcast. Professional podcaster. Um, would I would I leave? Yes, I would leave. Well, it depends. What errand am I running? I just said that. You weren't even listening. <laughs> <laughs> Something innocuous. Um, okay, scenario more deeply explained. You're in HEB. You're shopping for groceries. Your cart is halfway full with groceries. Your mask breaks. Do you continue shopping? Do you abandon the cart with all the groceries you touched? Do you try to put the groceries back? <laughs> Yourself? It depends if they need, if the half of the groceries, uh, it depends if the majority of the half of groceries need refrigeration or if they're cool with just like chilling out. What? I feel fuck? bad when I, I feel bad abandoning a, like a thing of groceries if it's like milk and stuff that's going to go bad. You are more worried about the groceries spoiling than the epidemic, it sounds oh, like. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. You know what? In comparison to like a pandemic, I guess milk is okay to go bad. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just like, I'm going to have to go to the ER for heart palpitations. All right. I'll do the next one. Uh, if you get sneezed on by a complete stranger not wearing a mask, oh. do you lock yourself? Do you quarantine yourself? Oh, I thought you were going to say you punched the guy. I was like, yes, that's disgusting. Uh, yes, I would quarantine myself. For how long? Uh, two weeks. You would not see Quincy? You would not see... No, he, Quincy is going to be here. Like, he'll hang out with me. But, like, the rest of the world, I wouldn't see Okay, them. so you will get him. You will expose him. Yes. He's going to get whatever yes. you're going to get. Yes, it's a package deal. You can't just be my boyfriend sometimes. Like, part of being a boyfriend is... When I'm diseased, you're diseased. That's what, That was the question earlier, and you just said it depends how inconvenienced you would be. It depends if we have plan. If I have plans. If he has plans, the, it doesn't do matter. Do you have the same policy to STDs? <laughs> if I have chlamydia, you have chlamydia. That's actually not a hypothetical. <laughs> if I have herpes, you have herpes. <laughs> That's a great point. I did not think that far in advance. I apologize. Yeah, because you were thinking about the video game map being just barely exposed <laughs> instead of strategically. Billy, what happens? You get sneezed on by a complete stranger not wearing a mask. I sneeze back. What? You can't sneeze on command. I go on, let, I go on the, the offensive. Germs I just go, battle it yeah. out. <laughs> I just go full Dilophosaurus and sneeze back, and then I go about my business and be like, 50-50, man. I would love to see that. I'd pay to see you do that. Just out sneeze. You see somebody. the woman. So like, that's like a thing, right? Like if you are a, what, I don't know what the term is, but you don't believe in masks and people give you shit for it. You sneeze on them or cough on them publicly. There was a lady who did that to a cancer patient. Okay. And like, you know, when you talk about compromised immune systems, someone who's getting chemotherapy is pretty high on that list of compromised immune systems. And this lady coughed on her. It's like, you bitch. I feel like you could sue that person. Yeah, you probably could. She got arrested, I think, for um, assault, which I think would be excessive if the lady she sneezed on didn't fucking have cancer. Well... Bitches aside, I would totally spit on that guy's face. Unless it was an obvious accident and I'd probably go home and quarantine or isolate. But like Keisha said, we're basically already isolating for the most part anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, normal people are. Not me. I'm entitled and go out to dinner and do, you know, God, a lot of talking you spit on everyone. Because you you're just like so fit. You and your wife are so fit. You're just like, ah, I'm just licking everything. Bill, let me ask you something. Did you ever, uh, 
it should buy a you buy a condom and try it on like before you you know actually had yeah. someone to use it yeah, with of course does everyone do that no i, I think you're just curious you're like i don't want to I'll, I'll, I want to know what I'm doing when I'm in that situation. And then what, you roll it back up and put it back in the bag? No. No, you throw it away. No, you jerk oh, off okay. into it. Ew. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. You, it's like a test. Got to make sure, you know. Why are you so messy? Just be like a girl where you don't make too much That's mess. the opposite of messy. That's going into like a no. disposable. It is pretty messy because like, there's a the reservoir. Yeah. I'm sure most people know there's like a little reservoir at the end of a condom, but it's not big enough. So you ended up just like all of it just gets into your on your like, you know. <laughs> what? Will, Billy, why are you giving Billy, why are you giving me that look? The reservoir <laughs> is dependent on your application. Maybe you do suck at applying condoms. <laughs> no. It's just like the little like, you know, like the little tip. There's, there's no possible way that could like contain all of your, you know, like the ex extricant. I don't know. Like seed? your seed. The seed. I don't know. Is it what? so? Basically, you're saying that condoms don't work because semen escapes because the <laughs> reservoir is not big at enough. The base, it, exca- it, and it, it escapes at the base, yeah, and then it goes. Through it travels the, downward. It goes, uh, then it goes out and it escapes. Like you know how? Yeah, I get it. I see what you mean. See, no, she gets no, it, it goes because like you're not goes, making the reservoir big enough. You can, you have control. How do you make the reservoir bigger? You the pinch. reservoir is just no, the tip pinch. at the end, like the open tip. You pinch. Oh I'm sending you no, a you video. I'm sending you a video. Don't you pinch and then slide? I'm si- no. I'm, how do you? Let's just. God, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna give you a. There's gonna be a cucumber or a banana, and you're gonna. So you you pinch the top, so there's no air. There's no air bubbles. You pinch it with a little bit of room to put the thing, and then you put it on the thing, and then you slide, you roll See, it down. This is the problem with yeah, abstinence so training. We got abstinence training instead of true sex ed, and no one knows like, how to fucking like, practice like, safe sex. It's like you know when no. you, when you put like a screen protector on your phone, you have to yeah. like get the air out. The same thing. <laughs> no, so yeah, you have the little tip that's like you know available. It's open. But like, then you that's move, not you, enough. Then you move it down. You take more of the inventory. How do you move it down? You just pinch further down. You hold but up more space. But then whenever you put it in, and you're going, it's gonna, it's gonna eventually. No, 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 no. no. Just, because when you pinch, you take the oxygen, the air, the, all the oxygen out, right? And when you roll it down, it becomes like a vacuum, and it just. So you can create a custom, like, yeah. size of yeah. reservoir. It's like a that's insane. It's a, it's a little mini vortex in the tip of the I've condom. I've never done that. I've always yeah. just like, like. I'm looking at shape.com's eight mistakes Shoved you can make with a condom. And while some condoms do have reservoir tips, not all do. So you can pinch to create a reservoir Thank yourself you. or extend the Thank existing you. reservoir. Yeah, but if it has a reservoir tip, you don't pinch. You extend. No, you still do you because do, there's air you in can there. And that's it. how it pops. I had, no, I had no idea. I just like shoved it as far deep as it would go. And then it has a little tip at the oh, end. God. How you have not gotten every woman pregnant. Is baffles me. Oh my god, Brandon. All right. Does anyone have any more hypotheticals? No. What if Keisha paid attention to the podcast? Would you make money what? or not make Are money? Are you talking to me? <laughs> Are we on the air? <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Um, so let's talk about what we kind of all do, maybe consciously, probably unconsciously, if you're a nice person. Uh, putting people into tears. Now, when I say tears, I mean the people you hang out with indoors, mm. tier one, the people you only hang out with outdoors, tier two, and the people you only hang out with via Zoom, 
tier three. And tier four, bottom tier, people that you don't even make time to do that with. Like something something came up and it's just like, oh, I've had so many Zoom calls at work. I just can't get together on Zoom this week. Yeah, yeah. There's a few people in my bucket for that one. Yeah, those those are the real bottom dwellers. Well, neither of you have hung out with me since this all started. So this, I feel like you're, what? I'm you're, tier four. You're tier three. You're like, we're video chatting with you. Right? I'm tier three? I didn't honestly. Tier three is I didn't honestly Who's think. Who's tier two? You says it. I didn't say I it. I didn't even think you were hanging out with people. I thought you were too scared to leave your house. We hang out with people outside. But it's awkward because then they eventually they have to pee. The guys you can just send in the bushes, but you know the girls you have to go inside. And then there's tier zero, the people that you'll hug, or oh yeah, I have a bad habit of hugging. What? Yeah, it's it's like a natural reaction. I just want to hug everyone, and then I'm like halfway through the hug, and I'm like fuck, and I get back. Like, would you ever do like a like a spit? handshake with someone to like complete a no, car so sale what transaction I, what i actually do is i take their brothers. hand and then i i lick their hand and that's what i do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds way oh my God. way worse for you than them <laughs> did you guys see the drunk lady that was trying to get in a bar and they wouldn't let her in so she just started yes! like banging her head against the she was like, like she against was like, the window la, la, la. and then started <laughs> licking the glass it reminds me of that, uh, the video of like the, they always have like huskies on the front of a glass oh. and they put peanut butter on it. And you just like, wah, wah. no, it was some straight walking dead shit. So yeah, I, I can go to the tier system here really quickly. So I, I feel like, uh, any immediate family sibling parent falls into tier yep. one yep. for me. And then, you know, best friends, the category of people that you would you know, willingly step in front of a bullet for, they're tier one. Yeah. Now, the way to be a tier two friend and sneak your way into tier one is if you know that person's social circle and they're within the same social circle that you are of people that you trust, then, you know, I'm willing if they're willing. Now, how to be a tier two friend who's really a tier one friend? Be a complete paranoid and be like, oh, yeah, I won't go inside anybody's house under any condition whatsoever. Maybe they're a tier one friend, but you respect their boundaries. They fall into tier two. True. I agree with that. Tier three, anybody that you only see, I would say, less than five times a year. If they're less than five times a year, people, they're <laughs> tier three. Yeah. You're not missing They're much. A, uh, a Zoom hangout like, if they're lucky. I barely know you. I definitely don't know your friends or like your political yeah. stances. Like, yeah, I'm not taking a risk. I, even an outdoor risk. I'm not wasting my time with you right now. It's kind of a lot. And also, I've noticed that <laughs> the people that have been super flaky towards me before COVID happened, this is like my This revenge. is your spite? <laughs> like, you're a spite like, three? Oh my god, my internet's so bad. We can't zoom. I'm so sorry. That's tier four <laughs> shit. It's like, oh yeah, we totally made a date to talk to you, but yeah, bandwidth and then issues. You just don't pick up. You just never pick up the FaceTime call. <laughs> hey, I have to cancel. My friend Marco brought uh, you know, pastries. <laughs> sorry. Uh, You're like, hey, uh, you want to play a Jackbox game? You just give them the link to like some other random person's game. Let them play you with just, them. You just send them like a. Uh, a meatspin.com link and say it's a jack, oh. jackbox. Oh, so the funny thing though is, so my job now is fully remote and everyone is like, you know, working from home all the time. And 
they want to still kind of get us to socialize. So we did like a, a Zoom happy hour. Oh, yeah. We've been doing those for months. So it's not too bad, but like it's hmm. kind of weird because I've only met, I was only in the office for two days. So I only met like three people and everyone else has like hung out with each other before for years. And it was just kind of like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, I've and definitely people... joined one and then saw who else was on it and bailed. Like within like two or three seconds, I saw the names and then I just hit like exit. No, I'm good. Thank you. I just never no, looked you. back. I have no idea. Those people probably are like, who the fuck is this guy? I mean, they did have a good idea. Like everyone submitted like a fun fact about themselves. And we've had like a, we played like a Kahoot like trivia thing. And everyone had to guess who was the person with the fun fact. So <laughs> that was kind of fun. I'm going to an but- unofficial <laughs> happy hour meetup uh, with our coworkers tonight. Actually, after this, we're going to go meet in a mall parking lot. It's going to be like, oh, that's fun. It's like a bunch of high school. It's going to be like high school <laughs> or the beginning of back to the future. And we hope the Armenians don't show up with like a, okay. is it the Highland mall? I'm not telling you which mall. I don't want to see you. Your tier, f- <laughs> I tier tried three. Shoot- we, 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 I actually uh, stay in your so tier. I wrote, a, uh, <laughs> I wrote a Back to the Future uh, short, uh, which I, I thought was funny, and uh, we I, I casted uh, John Erler, who uh, is does Master Pancake Theater here in Austin, and he's also toured around the country. Super funny as the doc, and we had like all the preps, we had all our equipment there, ready to shoot at Highland Mall, and motherfucking security guards know to look for film crews because at that time it was still a mall. Now it's like a whole new development and no one was going there to fucking buy lids anymore. <laughs> like no one was going to visible changes to get their haircut. <laughs> the way they made their money was film crews. Visible so when change. they spotted us, they immediately Where's came your and shut us Where's down. Your permit? No, they didn't fucking care about permits. They just wanted that money. I feel kind of bad. I think I, uh, Called the bad guys in Back to the Future Armenians, aren't they Libyans? Libyans. Yeah. Libyans. Is that racist? Did I did I fuck that up? No. Okay. No. You know, it's just a random country. It's not. It's no Where big deal. is You're Armenia? Okay. I would fail that question on a geography quiz. I do not yeah. know. That's embarrassing. It's in Europe. Eurasia, Armenia. I don't know. So it's funny you bring that up, right? Because like you, you actually spent a couple days in your new job before all this shit happened, right? Yep. So they've seen you in person. Think about all the people that have just been onboarded on companies post-COVID and have only interacted with their coworkers via Zoom, mm-hmm. like total 2D experience. I just imagine like post-COVID when they actually, after working together for like a year, year and a half, actually meet in person. It's going to be like that scene in, you remember, you remember Hook? That Peter Pan movie with Robin Williams yep. when like the little kids were just like went up to him and were like moving his like face You're around real. trying to recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> They're like one of us, one there of us. You are Peter. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like for thousands of people that finally see each other in three dimensions. Talk about fast ways to get COVID. You just go up and start feeling on someone's face. Like- it was a strange scene, but oh, it was so good. And how awesome was Rufio, man? I like Dude, him. he sucked. What? What? Ah, he's such a. What's your problem with Rufio? He's like the pride of the Filipinos, man. I better not say anything. What? Now it's racist. Thanks to Pride of the Filipinos, I basically have to withhold <laughs> all opinions. No, 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 no. What's your problem with Rufio? 
He was a bitch, man. Peter Pan came back and he was all like, oh, man, you can't crow. And then he was just bullied him the entire time. He's a bully. You guys like a bully. He's not a bully. He's just the leader. And like some guy comes in Trump claiming basically Trump. No, he ain't Trump, man. He was Trump. Fucking Pan abandoned the Lost Boys. That's why they're lost. And yeah, somebody had to take charge. And that was Rufio. You know, and then he fucking he went out at like a bros before hose, but yet Pan leaves to start this whole new life, and Rufio is there to the rescue, and then some old dude comes claiming to be the old champion. Nah, fuck that. Dude, he was an arrogant prick until he realized that Robin Williams really was Peter Pan, and then he bowed down and like gave him the the sword once. And proved himself. Yeah, and then he goes out like a bitch against Captain Hook when Robin Williams is like, no, don't fight him. He's mine. And then he's doing Rufio, Rufio. <laughs> and if you die fighting Dustin Hoffman, you're a fucking piece of shit because he's like five foot one. He has no reach. If you lose in a sword right. fight to Dustin Hoffman, you should just kill yourself already. <laughs> yeah, because like, who did he have helping him? Bob Hoskins. Yeah. That guy's probably drunk half the Shmee. time. They 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 took all the time to make a like flip red carpet staircase to like smite other people, and you lost to that guy. That's ridiculous. He he was afraid of a clock tower. It was a crocodile, right? Was it yeah. gator? It was a gator? It was a Rufio wasn't. Rufio was afraid of nothing. No, no. Captain Hook. Captain That's who Hook. he lost to. The guy who was afraid of the stuffed clock tower. What a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, fuck it. People got lucky. Hook got lucky. Rufio suffered, but Rufio is a true leader. He didn't abandon his people. Rufio 2020. Rufio. <laughs> what the fuck is this thing about? I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> Have your priorities around money shifted in the last couple of weeks? And I'm not asking Brandon because he's unemployed right now. But uh... this is kind of a job. Yes, I'm joking. My, yeah. I'm busting your balls. No, you're not. You're serious. No, it's just serious. It's, yeah. We talked about stonks. I'm getting real good at stocks now. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. You're getting real good at stocks. What stock did you buy? Well, first of all, um, <laughs> she's going to give us a Vanguard account advice. I don't buy a lot of stocks. I buy like one or two shares because I can't invest. Like I don't, I can't take the plunge on things. So I have like one Apple share and one like, invest. You're not going to make that much money with one yes, Apple. You I need did. to find uh-huh. a stock that's going to do well and buy a lot of shares in it now that it's cheap. I did that. That's I how did you that. make money. I did that, Brendan. You just said you bought one or two, so you by definition didn't those buy a lot like of shares. The, of those one are stock. like the long time one. Like those are the the long term, as the as the experts call it. Those are long term stocks. <laughs> so you're buying Apple, and it's like historical. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought it when it was lower. It was like uh, two hundred dollars when I bought it. I think there's no way. Uh huh. Yeah. Huh. So then I. It was two hundred dollars. Like. Oh yeah, their stock split. Years ago. And maybe it was recently. No, after no, no. Split. I bought them for two hundred and fifty-three dollars back in March, and now I have one stock, and it has made me a hundred and eighty-five dollars in returns. That's pretty good. So now I'm like, I should have bought two stocks. <laughs> it's expensive though. Yeah. 
Um, and then there was one I bought Moderna because they're like part of the uh, the group of uh, pharmacy or pharmaceutical companies developing a vaccine for uh, COVID. That's high risk if someone else beats them to the market. Right. No, well, what I, I, think pl- I like to live is, dangerously, Billy. <laughs> yeah, with your one or two stock purchases. No, 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 no. It's good. It's really good because what's going to happen is like different vaccines are going to be effective for different amounts of time. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the one year vaccine that's so super expensive. And then you'll have like the express the morning after vaccine. <laughs> this one will last a crazy weekend. Mm-hmm. But yes. So yeah. now my money's going to those things. So instead you're of- investing Yes. You're slowly. expanding your portfolio. You have a financial advisor? Um, yeah, so I'm doing that. I started the the online store, which has actually been pretty successful. Um, I'm not buying skullfucking.com. No. <laughs> um I'm Go ahead and promote it. Social You're not Skulls paid a weekly salary for this podcast so you can promote stuff for free. Socialskulls.com. Like I people there is a niche for it. I figured it out. So I'm just doing that on the side. And I'd I like to promote my website, bettersocialskulls.com. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take a little bit of a smaller, <laughs> smaller margin. Uh, Whatever she's selling, I'm selling better. <laughs> and cheaper and faster. <laughs> Bettersocialskulls.com is available. No! Excellent. <laughs> you want to go in on this as a joint venture, Brandon? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, <laughs> two two skulls are better really than build one. This up. <laughs> we should better buy all of her alternative uh, domain names too. So if they're trying to go to her website next, only fat finger if they guys. come to ours. <gasps> I hate you all. So you guys see me, your friends do some dumb shit. I know. Oh my god! He should. I have a mutual friend who has anonymously come up in this podcast before. But she went out with to a bar. With her girlfriends. No, and they're all like, yeah, woo, how party. And then she like captioned it all COVID negative. And it's like, none of you guys were tested today. You don't know. No math. Yeah. I mean, I told you guys about my friend who has like, goes to like sex swing parties and all sorts Still? of weird shit. Right now? Oh, yeah. He was in Mexico like a week ago. No. And every, he's always going to like public pools at like hotels. Ew. and. All of his friends, except for him, have tested positive. He's got like six friends in his inner circle that have all tested positive, and somehow he hasn't. Yeah. Were they? Are the inner circle friends also sex friends? Yeah. yeah. I think when you swing, a lot of your like <laughs> health and safety and cleanliness things kind of fall by the wayside, as they should. Yeah, you got to be really open to stuff. All right. Let's hear the top five. All right, you boys and girls. It's time for five things with Keisha. With your host, Keisha. Five things with my girl. Okay. <laughs> Who so, sings that? It. <laughs> Jason. You never met Jason? Oh, he's so funny. You love him. So top five things. Top five things. Five, two, one. Um, what was my topic for this week? Oh, it was a. F- oh, you are it was the fucking worst. <laughs> Did you not discuss this? Did you not figure oh this my. out when I you left during the recording? The five things COVID made me do. That was my topic. Okay, number five. Wash your hands. Um, never washed so your hands before. After living in this house for three years now, I finally um unpacked one of my guest rooms. <laughs> <laughs> you serious yeah dude what has the room been 
Have you? Has no one visited you since? I have four. I have. There's this a four bedroom house. So one bedroom's. A, oh my god. Yeah. So there's two bedrooms. One is a guest room. My other one is just like the. You know, like when people come to your house and there's like that one room where you just shove everything in and close the door and tell people like, <laughs> every time someone walks near it, you're like, don't, just don't touch it. Just walk. Don't even. It's not there. That's that room. So finally cleaned it, unpacked it, and everything because. It had to be used for a thing that's part of my top five as well, but I will get to that. Uh, some sex stuff, weird sex stuff. Ooh, what is sh- oh like? Oh my god! What is I? I that guy's into some weird stuff. <laughs> so number four, top five. Let's do a top five. Sh- weird. Number I think it's Quincy. Four. Quincy is the name you're, you're searching for. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, Quincy. Number four. Um, I gave up coffee. How? Uh, I started having smoothies in the morning and I guess it has caffeine in it. So I just didn't need to drink coffee anymore. And then I just eventually or sugar. No, just it's like a super vegan thing. But yeah. And then I stopped drinking coffee. And now I just don't ever you can... drink coffee anymore. Vegan stuff has sugar. Not a lot of sugar. Has a I'm healthy saying sugar. like just because it's vegan. Like no like, Brandon, like the vegan things don't have sugar. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, so I gave up. So, like, here's the thing. Because I have nothing else to do, I'm, like, just trying to see if I can give shit up for funds. If I'm, like, you know, if I have the, the mental capacity to be able to, like, learn things like stocks, which I did. Um, Stock, singular. You forgot. No, stocks. Stock. All the stocks. This is just the fucking worst. Go <sighs> okay, so my number you three. You had one good top five last episode. I did. I know. So my number three is I um <laughs> I have I haven't done this in a long time. Billy, we're such uh, assholes. I binged an entire show in one day. Was it Lost? No, I'm never fucking watching Lost. I told you this. Was it Fargo? We just started watching no. Fargo. It's so good. I watched Cursed on Netflix. I told you. What's about Cursed? That. It's the story of the girl who has powers, and she's like part of the Arth- King Arthur and the Merlin thing, oh, but it's like a retelling geez. of it. There's like a sword. What are you trying to grow back your virginity? Don't watch that. <laughs> Super, watch it was, Fargo. It's it so was, good. It was really good, but it was like 10 episodes. I started at like three in the afternoon, which means I didn't finish until whatever is 10 episodes after <laughs> Bro, have you seen Fargo? No. Try it. I saw yeah. the, the movie was good. The movie was good. Yeah, never seen it. And the show, like though. the show, I, I tried watching a few times. I never got through the first episode, but then once you get through the first and the second episode, shit gets real. Okay. I'll put it on the list right there behind put on the Lost. List. I'll put it after Lost. No, you you're such a bitch. <laughs> don't put, don't So for those of you who don't know, I'll put it after the after Lost means I'm never gonna fucking watch it because you suggested it. Never. How rude never. is that? How rude is that? Because Lost is overrated. I don't care about Lost. I don't care about you watching Lost. I'm just saying Fargo's good. So now you're just, okay, whatever. Anyway, number two thing that COVID made me do, which is not really COVID making me do it. I uh, asked Quincy to move in with me. Yay. I think that's a great step. It is a great step. But now we're having like regular couple problems. Like good. He he plays a lot of video games and he does this thing where he like, he's like, okay, I'll be right back. And then he's gone for a while and i was like what why are you why can't why can't guys just tell their girlfriends hey i'm gonna go play video games for a little while don't wait up don't plan shit but they're like oh it's only it's like 10 minutes it's like a 20 minute round 
Um, and then he like tried to explain to me how rounds work in Apex Legends. I'm like, I don't fucking yeah. care. I don't care. So my problem is like with Paula, she'll come home. Well, this is before fucking COVID, but I'd be playing Smite, and Smite's about 25 minutes around, and you you have four teammates, you're against five people, and she'd be like, "Well, I'm home. Stop playing." I'm like, "But these guys are depending on me. I can't just quit." They're not. <sighs> That and that that is a that has been a continued <laughs> argument, like consistently because I'm like I like I know I don't know these people in real life. Well, that's the thing. That's why I'm like, who are these people that you're playing with? Because because it, it is that part where he's like, well, you know, I'm on a team and it's like a thing. Yeah, you can't. And I'm like, cannot, who are these you people? Dump your team. What do you owe these people? Will they break up with you if you stop playing? No, no. if they've also <laughs> committed their time and you're all working together and you all like waited for this point, like it's it's different if it's like a five minute match, but if it's like a twenty five minute match, I'm with uh, Quincy. Yeah, um, I just want to add to this. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you're about to go out somewhere and then you have to go back and like change your outfit at the last minute? Yes. And so it's like, oh yeah, I've got to I got to get changed, and it's like, okay, that's five minutes, but really it's thirty minutes. True. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, okay. See, that's why you move in together, because you know how to translate his time. <sighs> Paul and I, my wife and I, were big proponents of you guys moving in together you before were. marriage. You were. Um, we still think it's it'll work out. We think you guys are going to get married, but work this shit out before. Because once you get this shit worked out now, and then you decide you still want to get married... It's gravy after that, you know. Well, I want to know like, what's going to top this. This this is number two, right? So there's something oh, bigger than this. Number one, the number one thing that COVID has made me do is wake up. Speaking of the microphone, wake up, fat ass. Um, I Jesus, don't call me that. A new dog. <laughs> I, oh my god, he's so cute. We what are, is he? He is an English bulldog. His name is Chonks Barkley. What's where's the Barkley come from? Because he's a dog and barks. he barks. Oh, I he's, thought it was, that like was Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. It is like Charles yeah. Barkley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's chunks. And chunks. he's also real real. He's chunky. He's a little fat. Oh, he's asleep oh. again. Why didn't you just call um, him Chunks so Barkley? We were also thinking about Chunk Taylor. Like Chuck Taylor. But Chunks it's Barkley. Right. Works. The, the the last name's just a lark. You're just gonna call him Chunks. Which is Chunks. But yes, oh, I now so I'm a cute. family of Three dogs and a cat because she, Quincy has a cat. Why the fuck does he have a cat? You're marrying a cat guy? God damn it. He has a cat. God damn it. Ro- Every day Red is literally a, a battle of Rossi trying to not eat his cat. Like I'm it's terrifying. really worried about you two now that I know that he has a cat. That's He has a cat. I'm just going to assume he has a cat because he's a lawyer, so he's used to working long hours. He <laughs> needs like an animal that is going to be self-staining. Because any man, any single man who has a cat... He got to worry about loves him. his cat. And he's the cat is very like no one cares about the cat. No one wants to hear about the cat. He's just very like not a loving cat. So I'm just like this cat is annoying. None of the no cats are loving. I, why do why They're do we love cats? What's the point? Have you not seen kittens? Kittens are the best part of a cat. That's oh, why kittens you, are you, it's a trick. Too. It's like a bait and switch. It's like you see the kitten. You're That's like, true. oh, my God, this thing fucking rules. And then as soon as puberty hits, it becomes this evil, sinister thing. That That's true. Just destroys your house. That's by true. knocking See? knocking over half filled glasses of water for Just fun, while like staring at you dead in the eyes. <laughs> I asked Paula, I'm like, "What do you think about a third dog?" She's like, "I have no more love to give," oh, wow. and then she walked out of the room. <laughs> I love Paula. 
Yeah, that was great. I, I love Maggie too. Yeah. My, do you agree? Like, there, there. When people say like, "Oh, my significant other is my better half," like, I agree with times that. a thousand. I'm like you guys for sure, and I, I'm pretty sure Quincy would say that too. If he doesn't, then like I'll be real mad. But I'm no, but sure I'm, I'm sure he will. I'm sure that you are his worst half. Just knowing you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if Quincy was in this podcast, he wouldn't have bailed on it for 30 <laughs> minutes. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. Good. Real quick. Go. B- Billy, top, bottom four, bottom five. <laughs> bottom four. Bottom five. All right. We don't have time for five. So, Get to four. So in this uh, COVID theme world that we lived in, uh, lived in, still do live in, uh, I decided to spend my bottom five on the worst places to possibly catch COVID. Being a, being an adventurous person and um, playing with your lives and my life and my pinky finger, you know, <laughs> just really having no respect for the rules. I started thinking about all the places where it would just be like, you know, getting bent over backwards and skull crushed to uh, catch COVID on top of where you are. So um, <laughs> uh, number one, or wait, am I going five to one or one to five? How am I not better? At one this? to five. One to five. Number one, jury duty. Do you, do you know how much of a kick in the nuts it would be to have to go to jury duty, go down there to the selection room, and then come back with COVID? It's like the worst fucking day of your life, and then you die, and it's your final memory, is the fact that you either, you know, aren't serving, and then, you know, you're probably in a hospital dying, and there's, like, some warrant officer coming to your home trying to, like, give you a ticket for not appearing in the jury summons or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do do you think getting it like and testing positive while you're on a jury would make you more inclined to convict? Yeah, definitely. like if you're on the OJ jury and you got COVID, you're like, oh, that motherfucker's guilty. I'm taking now. everybody with me, scorched earth. <laughs> yeah, number two, church for any reason. It could be a wedding, could be a funeral. You know, people go to church for like a positive experience in their life, whether or not it's real, fake, it doesn't matter. You're going to church for whatever reason. It's like, oh God, if I, you know, if I follow this person and do all of these right things, things are going to work out for me. And you get slapped <laughs> with COVID. Nope. What are you doing? Don't go to church. That's a church, one. those are the huge mass spreaders. Like that's how like hundreds of people that's caught true. it in multiple countries. I know South Korea, especially and I think New York, that like, you know, remember upstate New York mm-hmm. when it exploded early on? Mm-hmm. You know why? You ever been to church? Yeah. You know what they do? They're like, oh, 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 sing constantly. They're touching. always touching each other. Touch. Why do people touch you when you go to church? Stop touching me. I don't want you to touch me. Yeah, you got to hold hands. You got to. Yeah, it's just a mess. Whether you're there for a wedding, for a funeral, doesn't matter. Stop going and definitely don't buy into the weird like snake venom. God will save you or protect you thing, because if he was going to save or protect you, he wouldn't be killing all these millions of people. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. The, the earth would be a much different place if God gave a fuck about it. So anyways, mm-hmm. not to go down that rabbit hole, wormhole, any kind of hole. Number three. <laughs> Please have a whole episode on religion. I'd love Number it. three. Mall food court. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. A, a lot of, I don't know, man. But most like, depressing know, place to eat on planet Earth is the mall food court. It's worse that's than the true. cafeteria or the buffet. Worse than the airport food court. It's worse than everything. A mall food. First of all, malls are like some dead relic building from like the seventies and eighties. They shouldn't really even exist anymore. And number two, 
most of the malls that are decent have great food. You're not stuck in a food court, meaning you're shopping at some bullshit, terrible mall, probably going to a Lens Crafters, and then you're <laughs> and and then you're eating some sort of like soy resin that passes for meat. Oh, that's it's true. some you know with some like pimply faced high school kid who's probably like texting and spitting all over his hands before he changes his gloves. If you get COVID in a mall food court, you probably deserve to die. That's true. That's true. All I'm saying is, like, I know there's a Chick-fil-A in the mall. So if Ooh. I need Chick-fil-A, Ooh, I always know that's factory. a dependable place to go. Keisha, you're insane. How are you going to talk smack about an airport food court? Have you been to the Austin airport? Oh, that is that's the true. Best, that they is the have some, best, yeah, they got like a best peach, place for food in got, the entire city. Yeah, peach tortilla in there, too. This place is delicious. Number four, jail. <laughs> <laughs> Something went wrong. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you did. Maybe you were falsely accused of a crime you didn't commit. Maybe you mowed somebody down, but you're in that holding cell and you are. Maybe you're using a podcasting company to launder money from the mob. You are in lockdown with a bunch of strangers that you have no control over. And there's no way you're not within six feet of those people. So you're just sitting there. Like, you know, normally you're, you're thinking about that, you know, scene in Shawshank that we're all thinking of. That was a very uncomfortable place to have an experience with a man. But uh, in this case, you're just getting COVID. And yeah. you're down at county. You're calling your bail bondsman. You're calling your lawyer. You're calling your doctor and saying, hey, book me for the ER two days from now because I'm probably coming down with one or several diseases, including COVID-19. Number five, at work. <laughs> is there any bigger of a beating right now than still having to go oh. into an office in a world where about you know 70 percent of people are able to work from home the poor fucking bastards who still have to go into an office and serve me food or give me groceries and they're just interacting with people on a constant day-to-day basis and half of them are getting sick i've got friends in the service industry who have all gotten COVID at this point yeah. It's the war. So it's like, oh, yeah, here's my old ball and chain job to keep me alive so I can pay the bills so that I can survive. Oh, and I just, you know, contracted a virus. Thanks, everybody. And, mm. and you have customers that don't want those people to wear masks right. because they want their uh, bagger. They want to be able to see the smile on their face. No. Spoiler fucking alert, man. That spy, that smile is fucking fake. They're not smiling. So they'd be fired if they weren't smiling. They don't like you. You fucking suck. If you are getting your happiness based on the interaction you have with people that are paid or actually not even paid to be nice to you or threatened with being fired if they're not nice to you. That's true. You fucking suck. That's true, man. So in summary, if you're going to get <laughs> He's COVID. He's on autopilot now. You just hear. I'm just saying. Yep. yep. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> that bitch crazy. <laughs> Just one of those four. In summary, if you're going to get COVID, get on an international flight to a beach right now, spread it across that country, and make the U.S. look a little bit better. No? Just a little bit. No? Just a little bit. Not a good stance? Just a little bit better. A teeny bit. Well, you go before they don't allow Americans in. Yeah, yeah, kill them all. That's what I'm saying, right? No? Well, I mean, we can go to Guam, I think, right? Like, we can travel to Mexico and Guam right now. I'm just saying, Those if, are the two. if I was going to catch it somewhere, I would hope it was on an airplane going somewhere that I love. That's true. Yeah, and like, you know, let's die in the resort. 
Let's die in all um, inclusive. Let's die. No, not all inclusive. Let's oh, die no, Mia Moore. Not, not all, all inclusive. inclusive. <laughs> no fucking kids running around. We're all gonna Mia Moore in Tulum, Mexico. It'll be a good time. This episode brought to you by Mia Moore and Better BetterSkullSomething.com. Yeah. Skullfucking.com. Go there. Support Keisha. <laughs> Even though she cashed her check, she's a professional <laughs> podcaster, she still disappeared because her friend brought, brought her lunch. Brought me uh, pastries. Okay. Oh, oh. Are we leaving? <laughs> we say bye. Um, what's our, I forgot. What do we do in our outro? You say, all right, that's all we got. Bye. <laughs> Anybody need a last words? How did you guys spend, uh, have you guys enjoyed your COVID vacation? No. No. It's been horrible. Oh, we we did we did, we forgot to we didn't get to there's something we didn't get to. We all have canceled a bunch of plans and trips. I'm sure all of you guys have canceled plans and trips. Mm-hmm. Fucking sucks. Save it for vacation uh, talk next week on something something thirty. There you go. <laughs> Say goodbye, Billy. Bye. Say goodbye, Chunks. Bye. <laughs> Say goodbye, Keisha. Oh, bye. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Later. See ya.